Hey guys, welcome to Conversations with the Real Estate Redhead. Today we have Jesse Garcia with Farmers and he is going to share a little bit about him and about farmers and just kind of talk to us a little bit about insurance and kind of uh, learn us up on some on some fun things. So welcome Jesse. Thank you very much for having me. I am very excited and uh, I am really looking forward to this. I'm not much of a public speaker and sometimes <laughs> I, have, I can start stuttering because I'm so excited but I'm going to try to you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for scaring you today, <laughs> putting you outside your comfort zone a little bit. So tell, so tell us about you. And, and I know I understand you've been with farmers for a really long time. Mm-hmm. You've been in the insurance industry a really long time. I've never really like picked the brain of somebody who's done it for for a while. Okay. So so tell us about that. Tell us about you and you know Corpus and why okay. farmers and all that. Okay. Well, I've been a, a farmers insurance agent for uh, 23 years. Uh, I. I, I, I'm under the farmer's umbrella, but I, my, the name of my business is Jesse Garcia Insurance. Cool. Um, and I've been here in Corpus the whole time. Uh, I'm actually from McAllen, Texas. Um, and my uh, family lived there for about six years. Uh, my, my, my father retired there, and then I went to school there. And then uh, I went to college up at A&M. And then A&M I, Corpus or A&M College Station? Uh, college Station. Cool. And so then uh, I uh, I went to work for Luby's after I graduated. No awesome. one else would hire me, so they hired me. Yeah. Because they knew they could work me to death. <laughs> um, so I worked for them for about 10 years. And in, in, in doing that, uh, I learned a lot of valuable things. Um, number one, we always worked long hours in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always worked on customer service was always a big part of working at a restaurant, you know, yeah. how to make sure the customers are satisfied. If somebody returns something, you try to make it right. Um, if somebody needed help, you tried to help them, make sure they had tea, what, uh, yeah. uh, whatever that was, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we were we were always marketing. You always try to market your food. I, I'm sure you've been at Luby's, you know, you right. go down the line and, hey, I want the fish or I want the green beans or whatever. So you try to make everything the presentation looked really, yeah. really nice. So yeah. I, I, I kind of learned some marketing skills from that as well. That's interesting. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, that you could, as you're as you're developing, you're always learning more. So right. uh, customer service was really, really big there. And I've always been about customer service. Yeah. You know, I, it's my philosophy has always been, it doesn't matter what you do for a living, you're in the customer service business. You're exactly you right. You know? Um, so in doing that, uh, I, I did that for about 10 years and my, and we were working 15 hours a day. I had little ones and my, 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 uh, my oldest daughter at the time was about to turn five and I was telling my wife, you know, and I just don't know if I'll be able to see them because, yeah. it, you know, when I, when I leave in the morning, it's dark and when I get home at night, it's dark. So we, we thought about it and um, so I decided to make the jump to do something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to work for a company called Benny Keith, which is a big yeah. uh, restaurant. Like uh, distributor, supplier. Distributor, right? So, yeah. so that was my first uh, taste of sales. I had never done sales before. And um, so, uh, I, I, again, I picked up a, a, another thing to where I had to knock on people's doors and I had to put myself out there and I had to talk to people. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I had good customer service. If somebody would call me late at night and say, hey, I need French fries, man, I would go get them a box of French fries. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. So um, I did really, really well there. Mm-hmm. And 
but my but my thinking was I was going to try to to transition into insurance because when when I worked for Lubies, I had I had worked at a, at, at a lot of different Lubies and I would always notice at lunchtime these guys would always come in at all different Lubies and it's like wow and 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 not just guys but but gals and yeah uh, you'd find out that they were insurance agents mm-hmm. you know and so you think, wow, that seems kind of cool. They're they're dressed nice, and they're with their friends, or they're with their business associates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would come in for lunch or in the week, and then on the weekends they would come in with their families. You'd be working, but they they come in with their families after church, and you think, wow, man, that looks really really cool. right. Actually, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was telling my wife, you know, I, I think I can tra- transition to to doing insurance, mm-hmm. and. Uh, by the grace of God, I was very lucky because I picked farmers insurance. They were number one; they were hiring. Number two, uh, you, you know, you have to come up with some sort of financial contribution to the cause. Gotcha. You know, so theirs was very small at the time, so I could afford it. Mm-hmm. And then, thank you, Jesus. But when I started, we had the price on homeowners insurance. Yeah, you know, so uh, if ten people called me, I sold all ten of them because. I was $600, the next guy was $1,200, and the next guy after that was $1,800. Wow. So I just sold every single one, and we had a great product at the time. Yeah. So, so I just I just took off like gangbusters. That's like awesome. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. So did you start your business here in Corpus, or did you start it you, somewhere else? You, you know, I, I, I started here in Corpus. Uh, I, I really didn't know that many people uh, here. My, my wife's family was from Corpus, but, but again, because I had worked for Benny Keith, I was used to knocking on doors, so now I yeah. wasn't. I, I wasn't knocking on doors at restaurants. I was knocking on doors at mortgage companies and gotcha. and and a, and a real estate agents and uh, making those relationships, mm-hmm. uh, letting people know, hey, you can call me. You can call me at any time. Here's my cell phone number. Which back then that was still kind of unheard of because right. people didn't want to be bothered on the weekends. Exactly, they didn't want to be bothered at night. Mm-hmm. But man, I would. I was already used to working a lot of hours, mm-hmm. so that didn't scare me. So, yeah, I, I, I again, I just did really, really well starting out. So that's I was, so awesome. I love hearing you talk about customer service because that's really near and dear to my heart too. Because you got to take care of people. You know, you can't expect you can't you, you can't expect to have a good business if you don't care for the people that you're taking that you're that you're that you're servicing, right. you know, I mean, everybody needs insurance. And I think that a lot of times people can think that insurance is this necessary evil that they don't really understand. Right. And it's my goal in with this podcast as with other, uh, you know, as with other, other things is to just share that, you know, th- things associated with buying a house. One, number one, a bu- buying a house is attainable. And number two, insurance is not as scary and or as much of an unknown as everyone thinks it is. Right. And it could be because I have a background in insurance. I mean, obviously, that's probably a big reason why. But still, like, y'all care about the people that you're that you're helping, yeah. you know, and you are helping them. It's not that you have to do it. You're choosing to help them, Correct. you know, and, and, and that's what's so important and such a big deal, I think, for people to understand is that, you know, and, you know, people that sell insurance are there to help you, you right. know, and, and so kind of talk to us a little bit about that. Like, what does that look like for your agency and as farmers as a whole? Okay. Well, what, one story I would like to, to share with y'all is, is when I first started in that example of, of when I said we were 600 and the next guy was 1200 and then the next guy after that was 1800 whenever I would call the guy with the $1,800 price, I, I would talk to his customers. There, there was one particular agent uh, and his customers loved him. 
you know, and just, we'll just use a name. His name was Bobby. Okay. And uh, so I would talk to Bobby's customers and say, hey, Callie, I'm $600 and Bobby's $1,800. And there's nothing wrong with Bobby. He's a great guy, but I'm, I have better coverage and it's a cheaper price. Well, I've been with Bobby a long time and I love Bobby and uh, Bobby takes care of me and Bobby this and Bobby that. And then the next one, same thing. I love Bobby and Bobby. That's so interesting. Yeah, so even like, though they're paying more, they were okay with it because yes. they had the great they had the great relationship. Yeah, and thank God I don't suffer from low self esteem because <laughs> I mean it was like like oh my gosh I'm I I have the price I have the product, but I I, I learned something very valuable that's helped me in my business is that's the way I wanted people to talk about me. I have my insurance yes. with Jesse. Jesse's my agent. Well, who does Jesse have you with? I don't know, but Jesse's my agent and he takes care <laughs> of me. Call him you and know? he will take care of you. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that has been such a, such a learning experience for me. And that has just been my philosophy. You, you know, people call me Jesse. I'm with Jesse. Jesse's my agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hey, who does your mother have insurance with? Well, uh, there with Jesse. Jesse takes care of my mom. Mm-hmm. I live in Houston. Jesse's here. If my mom needs something, uh, Jesse's going to take care of it. You know, Jesse used to go uh, uh, go do business with my dad, and he he would always call my dad, "Hey Earl, I'm going to come by the house. Do you need me to stop at Walgreens and pick up your prescriptions so you don't have to go That's later so awesome. on?" You know, just things like that. You can't make that stuff up. Right, know? right. Um, That's so valuable. That's so cool because. It just it just helps it, it helps to see that you're a real person too. Right. You know, not right. only are you trying to help people protect their their largest asset, their home, but you care for them too. Right, and uh, I've I've always tried to be real hands on, understand the process, understand the products that we sell, um, understand the claims processes. Yeah. Uh, understand the billing. Billing is always confusing for people, so I was always good at math. So I always understood the billing. Yeah. Um. You, you know, this is an interesting fact, but it, with, with Hurricane Harvey, I had 800 claims. Whoa. You know, uh, so let's say 10% of them, uh, the, the customer couldn't talk to the, to the adjuster. No problem. I'd put his cell phone number in. I'd put the client's cell phone number in and say, hey, Joe, Alex is trying to contact you. Boom. And now all three yeah. of us are talking together. That's and awesome. We're, and we're going to get together. You wow. Know, if... If somebody called me on the weekend at nine o'clock at night saying, I've been trying to reach uh, Alex and I can't reach him, no problem. I'm going to call him right now and then I'll have him call wow. right back. You know, just stuff like that. Yeah, you know, just, that, goes, that goes so far, helping people in their time of need like that. You know, I mean, especially in such a such an emotionally driven time. Oh, yeah. I know. When, when we had those claims, I mean, people were calling me just hysterical, you know, mm. uh, all the damage that we had in Rockport. Yeah. And, Pass and, and uh, just houses destroyed in port a and yeah uh just being there to help those people and for them to understand what they had and uh this is what you can count on uh hey i need this documentation i need this i'm gonna help you with this. yeah being an ally for them so let's talk about that with farmers like what's wh- what is what is something that farmers does you know and with their policies and things like that i i would say uh one of the one of the fortunate things that that i was very uh fortunate with farmers was farmers um, what's the word not not our, our our slogan our slogan was we had superior service and and, mm-hmm. and and we do we have superior service we have good claims adjusters we have uh, good um, 
technology for now you're making these claims on the apps and things like gotcha this, you know? yeah and like on the cutting edge yes 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 so mm-hmm. uh we're really good about those things i have never in the three thousand auto claims that i've had on the autos that were totaled out i've never had anybody call me and say they they screwed me on my settlement wow. for my car that's excellent or uh this happened or that happened that's just never happened. Farmers just does a good job. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, most of them do try to do a good job. Sometimes you just have to be the agent or liaison in between the exactly. two to make sure that they're talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, to kind of fight a little bit more for the client. Yes. Yeah. 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 Be an advocate. Wow. Well, it's really exciting to know. Um, you know, so whenever whenever it comes to that and whenever it comes to y'all's losses, um, you know, when with you being such a hands-on agent, I mean, have you had instances where you've had to, you know, go to people's houses and you know help them through that? Or sure, sure, I've had I've had ones where, um, uh, it's I've I've had some fires, yeah. And believe it or not, what happens with fires more than anything else is the power goes out in the house. They they lose power. And you think, well, how does that start a fire? Because they were cooking something on the stove, the power went off, and they said, hey, let's go to Whataburger to get something and eat. Power comes back on. What's ever cooking on the stove is still cooking. So uh, I've had a few of those where um, they're dog owners. And, of course, the dogs are trapped in the house, and they get uh, smoke inhalation Mm -hmm. or burns. And uh, so they need a special place to watch their dogs and Mm -hmm. things like that. So just helping people with with uh, those types of things, helping them find hotels if they need hotels, yeah. finding plumbers, finding roofers, uh, especially helping out the elderly and the disabled. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so that's always been a thing um, that that I've always tried to be uh, cognitive of. And like I said, of understanding the claims process to say, uh, Mr. Customer, I don't want to lead you on a wild goose chase. I think this is what's going to happen, and exactly. this is the settlement you're going to get. So I, I, I don't want you to think, hey, you're going to get a million dollars for this. Exactly. Not, you know? Yeah. Um, and most people have been very receptive to that. That's good. I mean, with with all of your experience, I'm sure you've been there, done that, and seen a lot of things as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but and also knowing that you that you are writing a good policy for someone that that you know you know is strong. Right. You know, and, and, and you trust the product that you're writing and trust what you're giving to somebody. Right. I mean, that's huge. You know, kind of kind of goes back to the whole humanistic side of it. You know, like there is a person behind that phone that's helping you with this insurance sure. policy. This is not just something that's on a piece of paper. It's it actually is there to help you. Right, right, right. And it's funny because it, uh, going to what 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 you do as well, um, you know, I, I've always looked at it as a balance. You know, we have the company. We have me and we have the customer. And in your case, they ha- you have your company and you're the agent in between your customer and them. Uh, so we have to find that balance between all three of these parties. Right. You know, you're trying to make a living. I'm trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. We want our customers to be satisfied, but we need to watch out for the company as well. Exactly. And so, so to find that balance, uh, I've always tried to uh, look at that balance of saying, for me... I'll put myself on the back burner. I'd rather have the the customer and the company ahead of myself. Yeah. You know? Wow, that's awesome. I'll, I'll always be taken care of. And I have done it. Mm-hmm. Been, been very successful and lucky with that philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, whenever you put others first, I mean, everything just falls in line. Right. You know? So if you were to tell people, 
you know, whenever they're reviewing their policy or if someone were to call you and, and like initiate this conversation, if someone wanted to protect themselves and you were like, okay, well, you know, send me over your policy and, you know, they want to make sure that it has the specific things in place in the event of, of an actual claim. What would you say are like some of the top few things that you would always look for and that you would add to a policy if it wasn't on there? Uh, for for us, one thing I always try to do is 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 I'm always honest. So like if somebody brings me a policy, hey, I'm paying uh, $10,000 for the policy. I have this big mansion in Flower Bluff and um, okay, well, let me look at it. Hey, other agents would say, you know what, I can do it for 8,000. Oh, great, you saved me $2,000 to it. Well, now hold, hold on a minute. Yeah. What coverage are yeah. you taking away? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I can, I can, mine looks like theirs, but it's not the same as theirs. Yes. So I'll always be honest with the customer and say, hey, I can make it look like theirs, but for what you already have, you're not going to have to rewrite anything or go do repairs or do this or do that or get, have underwriting again. So just keep what you have because that's, that, uh, that's what's mm-hmm. best for you. Mm-hmm. But, but by getting back to what I always look for is I always look for water damage coverage because that's yeah. that that that's our most common claim. My toilet overflowed, uh, Jesse. My hose on the back of my ice maker came off and it flooded my floors. Uh, yeah, that's extremely common here. Yeah. Um, hey, Jesse, I'm seeing some mold buildup in my walls. Well, what's on the other side of the wall? Well, it's my it's my kids' bathroom. Oh, that man, that's great. Then there's probably some water loss in there. Right. And, and we're going to cover that. You know. Right. Um, those are very common. Um, the, uh, of course, deductibles is a big thing for us because of windstorm, True. you know, mm-hmm. so if, if, if they have a huge deductible, uh, then I might, I might talk to them about lowering deductible or looking at removing something that I don't think they need. And, you know, yeah. May, may, Balance it out for them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I know, I know after Harvey, what a big deal was for a lot of people is they increased their deductible over time because they wanted to save money. Correct. And then at the time of loss, they're having a $20,000 deductible right. and they're, they're getting that taken from their actual claim amount, right. you know, and that, that can be really difficult to, to stomach course. whenever you don't realize you're doing that throughout the entire course of your, of your policy. Um, so, well, this has been great, Jesse. Lots of info, lots of really good takeaways for everyone listening. Um, so to kind of wrap it up here for us, what is one thing that you do every day to make the world a better place? You know, I've, I've always tried to give back in uh, what I call your your Christian action. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I see somebody that, that comes in uh, and maybe they're uh, – walking to some adult daycare care center. Hey, can I give you water? Can I, can I, can I help you? Mm-hmm. If I see a worker that I recognize from uh, a, a store that I shop at and I see he's walking home, then I'll say, hey, let me give you a ride. Yeah. You know, I always, I, I always try to be cognitive if I, I go to the same convenience store and hey, Ruben, hey, uh, Lisa, how's, how's your day going? Hey, mm-hmm. when are you going to have that baby? Yeah, that, those types of things. So I, I always try to be very personable to make other people open up because I think most people are drawn to uh, having some sort of familiarity with mm-hmm. each other. And uh, so I've always tried to do my, my that as my Christian action. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Making everybody around you feel welcome. Yes. Yeah. That's really cool. So if people have any questions about insurance, if they have any questions about what we talked about today, how can they reach out to you? You can reach out to me. My office number is 361 
906-1919, and my cell phone is 361-443-6820, and you can call me at any time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jesse. We appreciate your time. Thanks, everybody.